Welcome to the Basic Buzz. My name is Davey, and this is episode 16. And today with me, I have my wonderful co-host, Trista. What up, what up, people? How you doing? I'm doing good. Hey, it's been a long day, man. And if you haven't noticed, we have a guest today. Trista, would you like to introduce our guest? Yes, um, we have a guest here today. She is a mutual friend of mine. Her name is Erica, and she is our esthetician today. How are you doing, Erica? I'm doing great. Happy well, to be here. Awesome. Welcome to the show. I'm so glad that you're happy to be here with us. Thank you. We're going to get right into it, guys. Um, I know that skincare, makeup, being beautified is all the rage, especially with the youngins these days. Um, <laughs> I see girls that are teenagers wearing full faces of makeup when, just in my personal opinion, don't need to. I mean, their skin is still changing and their bodies are still changing. Some. Some. Some need it. Okay. <laughs> some. But um, I just want to get the estheticians' take on, you know, skincare and the myths about skincare, different types of skin, because I feel like people, you know, okay, you're either oily or dry or combo. And just want to get her expert opinion on things and to break it down for not only you guys, but for us as well. So Erica, I wanted to ask you first, um, does skincare differ for different skin types? And what are the different skin types? Is it just the traditional three, dry, oily, and combination? Well, when I was really thinking about that question, I kind of took the liberty of, I think it's five categories, me personally. So okay. there's like normal skin, there's sensitive skin, there's oily, dry, and then combination. So in, even when you get into the as, aspects of combination skin, normal to oily, most of the people have issues with their T-zone. Mm-hmm. There's dry and sensitive, which you can be sensitive in areas, and then you could be dry in areas, and you have like normal to dry and then oily to sensitive. So, unless you know exactly what your skin type is, you most of the people kind of fall in the um, combo skin. Um, now, the interesting thing about skin, there's there's five different categories of skin, which is called the Fit, Fitzpatrick. Not to just get so tied up in it, but basically there's like pale skin, which is like one, which are like your friends that get sunburned very easily. Like they cannot be in the sun. My at cousin. All. <laughs> <Your cousin? laughs> She's probably mad at she, she doesn't listen to podcasts. Oh my goodness. Then you have like fair skin. Um they usually don't necessarily get like a sunburn, but you still don't get a lot of sun. Then you have like your um medium skin, which is gonna be like your Mediterranean, your Italian, more of like that kind of olivey skin. And then as you get into four and five Fitzpatrick's is where you get to more like um, Asian skin, African-American, you know, the melanin just starts getting darker. So that kind of helps you figure out sometimes what type of products you need to use according to your ethnicity. Mm-hmm. So you can do multiple things depending on, you know, what you need for your skin. So that's kind of a good breakdown. So wait, this is something that they've already discussed. Because my, man, I'm, guys, I have no clue what I'm talking about here. I'm just, I'm, on a, I'm prodding here. What, um, 
from my, I guess, like, my perspective view of things, like, facials and all that kind of stuff, like, for the most part, has been geared towards a more European base, so if on your fit scale, probably one to three. So that's my naive, uneducated, <laughs> like, perspective, because that's basically what I mostly see with, what, whether it's advertisements or friends of mine who have become estheticians or go to get facials, it, it's, it's usually the valley girls and like what up you know that's so that's my that's my experience so that's why i asked that's very true and that i'm glad that you said that because with me being a person of color when i started esthetician school 10 years ago the reason i went was for the people of color that was my inspiration of going because you're right usually on the red carpet you know everybody kind of looked the same the celebrities that you said did see that were of color, they had no pores. That's what fascinated me the most. I'm like, where are their pores? <laughs> <laughs> and then the more and more you start looking at it, it was because they, they have estheticians, they have medical estheticians, they have wellness coaches, they have all these people that for a long time, skin was important. So mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, for you hear that slang, oh, black don't crack. It's like, well, that's true. For some reasons, depending on, you know, if your lifestyle is clean, I mean, if, yeah. obviously if you're doing extracurricular activities, whether that's drinking a lot or smoking, it affects everyone's skin in a different way. But my aspect was, okay, that's not just for a certain Fitzpatrick one through three. It's also for everyone else. And some of the leading people in skincare actually is Korean skincare. Mm-hmm. It is all the rage. Yes, it so, is very popular. Everyone yeah. wants to do that. And their main thing of beauty is the paler the skin, the better. Yeah. And you would think, it's like, okay, what is that about? But they have their own cultural reasons behind that. But it's very popular. So every, oh, yeah. everyone can do it. And that's why I try to tell people it's not just one particular person. If you want healthy skin, mm-hmm. then these are some of the things that you can do to take care of your skin. Interesting. Okay. So, I mean, uh, I, I don't know if you had other topics we were going to run into before I just so rudely interrupted. No, you're fine. <laughs> so we can either um, keep going or... Have yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> I mean, so obviously this isn't something you... I mean, you, you got a fascination. So how did... You told us already how you kind of got into it when you saw these um, people on the red carpet with their um, beautiful skin. No pores. No, no pores. pores. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the cure-all of, of uh, skin issues. <coughs> Money. Um, was the experience of seeing those people dro- which drove you to become an esthetician? Or like, what, what got you there? Um, honestly, back in 2008, the recession got me into trying to find an alternative way of life. I did retail, which is my background, which was customer service. Mm. You start out when you're 15, 16, you can get into the food industry very quickly. Mm-hmm. It's all about customer service. There was a pride in customer service. You know, you treated your coworkers a certain way. Mm-hmm. The customers treated you a certain way. Over the evolution, customer service has totally changed, flip-flopped. <laughs> um, you bring in the recession and there were certain businesses that were hit harder than others. Sure. And the last business that I worked for, it was hit pretty hard. I mean, we lost about 3,700 um, co-workers and every day you didn't know, are we gonna be next? Are we gonna be next? And I had surgery, so I was off work for like 12 weeks. And two weeks before it was time for me to go back, I started having huge anxiety about, it's not fun anymore. Customers 
treat you like mm. not good. It right. wasn't mm-hmm. it wasn't fun anymore. <laughs> it just it was exhausting. Um, you have numbers that you have to make. It's it's a whole big to do behind the scenes versus someone greeting you and saying hi, how are you today? What can I help you with? So on and so forth. And laying in the bed, I prayed to God, show me a vision, and I dreamt about a spa. And my sister has a four-year degree. She's a massage therapist. And I distinctly remember her saying, I could work on my clients for free. This gives me such passion that I can help them. And I thought, I remember feeling that way about clothes. Right. And what can I do? Didn't want to do hair. Got to do my own hair. Didn't want to do makeup. Didn't want to do nails. Didn't want to do feet. Got online and I saw aesthetics. And I thought, the study of skin. Hmm. That's interesting. I'm yeah. like, already have the customer service part of it but with skincare people are coming to me they specifically need something from me that I can give to them that I'm going to be the best at it so they're only going to come see me and I'll feel needed again so that's pretty much quit my job with 401k vacation sick pay all of that went to school took a part-time job I was only making 10 15 an hour the sacrifice was crazy my mom helped me out and I was the oldest person in my class I think I was like 35 or 36 ish wow and so the owners were like okay you're not a kid this you're actually making a second career so you know I was able to do a little bit more and practice on things and I probably shouldn't have been practicing on because I didn't have a license at the time (laughs) (laughs) but it gave me the courage to get out there and do something else to have longevity I, I looked it up what's the highest paying job being an aesthetic there's a lady in Miami she's yeah. making $80,000 doing skincare. I'm like mm. what of course I mean she has a medical degree and yeah. she has clinics and all this kind of stuff and people and, and doing her own skincare. but the things about skincare is endless there's always a newest greatest Thing out there your education is limitless you can go anywhere in the world anywhere right. in the country and study about skin so when the main disorders that people have with their skin or the main concerns I should say that people have about their skin is anti-aging everybody yes everybody acne a large mm-hmm. percentage of the population mm-hmm. um, hyperpigmentation oh, which yes. comes <laughs> after the acne you know you you figured it out you what your triggers you're doing what you're supposed to do, but then you're trying to get rid of the acne scars. Yeah. Um, so those are the main things there. that usually, when I meet clients or talk to people, see them in Walmart or Publix or, or wherever, I have a little strategic thing. I'll, I would go by the makeup aisle. If anyone's in the makeup aisle, you yeah. stand by them and you, oh, hey, yeah. you talk about it. Or you talk about the people you see on YouTube and this and that. And they go, oh, your skin looks really nice. And I'm like, yeah, I take really good care of it. I'm an esthetician. <laughs> Here you go. Here's my card. Come see me. Part because your skin is the first thing. It's your first impression. Even when you don't know someone, the first thing you see is usually their hair, their skin, their smile, their whatever. Mm-hmm. And people that are self-conscious about that for whatever reason, acne, rosacea, um, large pores, um, it's a very sensitive place to be depending right. on your work and your friends and, and the the stigma of what beauty is. So... My main goal is to help people to get their skin to be healthy. If you can go from bad skin to okay skin, and then from okay skin to good skin, and then from good skin to great skin, then you move through those processes, but it's building blocks that have to go together 
that can get you to where you want to be. So many questions. That's so interesting too, because it's like I didn't know there was such thing as healthy skin. I like I know you know being cosmetologist okay, you want healthy hair. Yeah. I didn't know you can have healthy skin. Yeah. I know it's like like you said, good skin. People want good skin mm-hmm. or glowy skin, but healthy. Mm-hmm. I'm like, whoa. What I'm trying to figure out then is naturally, I mean, obviously there's certain people out there that are gifted with a genetic Absolutely. perfection Absolutely. that we all envy. <laughs> but for those of us who aren't so fortunate, um, could you explain to us then what is the main or like why is it important that people invest in getting a facial Sure. Experience? Well, your, to keep your skin rejuvenated, because think about it. We originated from one cell, mm-hmm. and we are now a carbon copy of our cells. For me, my age, as I said earlier, that I'm not going <laughs> to say again. <laughs> so she looks hella young, y'all. So hella you, young. You were virtually a carbon copy of that same cell. It's regenerated, regenerated, regenerated. So you think over the years, we are what we eat, mm-hmm. and negative has to come out of the skin. So the things that can help you uh, getting to healthy skin is having a good skincare regimen and really trying to figure out what your skin is saying to you about what's going on internally and externally. Um, so just keep it simple. Sometimes people don't like a lot of steps, but unfortunately, it's it can be painful or it can be great. So it I, just it depends on. I hate work. I hate all the work that I have so, to put in. I'm one of those people like shower, <laughs> wash with the same soap. I mean, I'm terrible. I oh, need to work uh, on it. Yeah, I know. But that's but, being truthful. And a lot of people they try to sugarcoat it or yeah. make it seem like it's something that it's not. Or they've read something and they want to try it. And there's there's no one shoe fits all. That's mm-hmm. first and foremost. But to just keep it simple. The easiest thing you can do every day, morning and night, because some people think, oh, well, I only have to do it in the morning. No, you have to do it at night as well. Mm-hmm. You need to cleanse your skin with actual facial cleanser according to your skin type. You need to tone your skin. And it's toner, it's extringent, it's witch hazel, it's sea breeze, it's, it's all of those things. But again, according to what your skin needs, because there's some that are too strong and it stings. And you're like, oh my gosh, I'm never touching that stuff again. Well, that's your skin letting you know that that's too strong for you. Mm-hmm. Um, then you need to, whatever type of anti-aging serum that you want. Again, if you're trying to work on old scars, blemish scars, you can use um, like retinols. You can use um, Vita C, anything that has vitamin C in it. It's a natural citrus that helps to lighten the pigment of the skin not like bleaching right that's not what i mean it's it's a natural ingredient that if you wouldn't get an orange or a lemon you could do the same thing it would take a little bit longer for a process but it helps to balance out the melanin in the skin hmm. then you need to moisturize a lot of people that have oily skin don't moisturize mm, because i'm oily like, no no exactly the reason your skin is oilier is because your your sebum glands are overproducing because it's starving from it doesn't have enough hydration so if you moisturize your sebum glands don't have to produce as much oil therefore you're not going to be as oily you don't have wrinkles but you're not going to be as oily so it's a kind of a you got to do both so and i'm guessing and then I guess like coming coming right back around to it, just like your you, what you offer at the shop there, salon. What what is it that you do extra for them that they don't do at home? 
usually all of those things. People will be, <laughs> I mean, you have some people that are great and they have great skin. Yeah. And so you're more, for them, it is more of like a, a, a special thing, even mm-hmm. though they're consistent. Right. Then there's other people that you're actually working. They're upset. They're, they've tried everything. It's like, okay, well, let me try. And then you're explaining why you're doing what you're doing mm-hmm. in order for you to con- be consistent and gotcha. do it. Educating your clients. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And consistency is the key in finding what your skin actually likes and will respond to. Um, initially, when you get a facial, your lymphatic system it is at its highest strength it can possibly be. I've had people, oh, I don't like getting a facial because when I do, I get a pimple. And it's like, that doesn't happen all the time, but here's why it does. Your lymphatic system is literally pushing all the toxins out. It's just a process. It happens to everyone. There's no one alive that hasn't had at least one pimple in their life. <laughs> if they tell you that they don't, they're lying. Because right. it's just, it's naturally how the body cleanses itself. It's just right. a process. So most of the time what people do not do or overdo is over exfoliate. You should exfoliate and mask at least once a week. Mm. The purpose of exfoliation is helping to remove texture and tone, dead skin cells off of the face to keep it more even. People will either overdo that and where they feel like they have dry patches, Mm -hmm. it's actually small tears on the skin because you've roughed it up so much and it's trying to heal. Those are scabs and you're like, oh, my skin's dry. Let me exfoliate again. So you tear at it again. And, And the skin never has time to regenerate. Right. Your masking is a two, two-fold product. It actually helps to detoxify, again, mm. pulling the negative to the surface mm. to pull it faster. And then it also hydrates your skin. So mm-hmm. again, I have probably nine different masks in my bathroom. That's that's the one thing that I'll gravitate. You can get multiple things as long as it's to your skin type versus mm-hmm. the rest of my products. Because usually... You buy your system of products because they're formulated to work together. Yes, yes, I've heard that, yeah. So you brought up the whole thing about the pimple. So a lot of times, like, you'll start a new routine mm-hmm. and then your skin will break out. And immediately, a lot, like, a lot of my friends mm-hmm. hear something, they try it one or two times, their skin breaks out, mm-hmm. and then they quit. And I've done the same thing. It's like, oh, God, this is I, this is screwing up my face. So mm-hmm. I stop. Is that a natural thing for your skin to do if it's going to, like, if you're changing your routine? It literally shouldn't be something that happens overnight. No. Mm-hmm. And when it does that, it, it could be somewhere in the ingredients of the um, product that you're using. Your skin saying, no, mm. don't do this. It's, it's too much. Right. So you should listen to your skin. I mean, you should give it a fair chance. Um, Because that's happened to me before. I've gone to a skin show. I've bought stuff. Oh, this is going to be great for my clients. I usually, I try everything on myself first. And I was all excited and started doing it morning and night, morning and night. And I started getting these really small, little refined bumps, Mm. like all over my face. And again, it's one of those things. I do skin every day, but it took almost like five days. And I'm like, what is going on with my skin? This this is not good. I didn't use it on the sixth night. I went back to my regular stuff that I had the next morning. Mm -hmm. I woke up, it was gone. So I knew beyond a shadow of a doubt, it was those products. So I had to throw them all in the trash. It was, was, you know, it's one of those things. Sometimes it is trial and error. 
Speaking of consistency, yes. <laughs> Trista brought up the fact that I hadn't done an update since our, I think it was episode 12, when mm. we did the birds, bees, and the eyeshadow thing. So since we have an esthetician here, what do you think... I've shown you the picture before. Mm-hmm. Do you think it's actually had any effect on, like... The, the appearance. The appearance, yes. It, from the picture and looking at it now, yes. <laughs> so, you, again, you have to be able to have something to compare it to to know yeah. if something's happening. Because some people, they will study their skin. You see your skin and you're like, I just, I can't see it. I don't see anything happening. But if you actually have a true before and after picture, and even if it's in the middle of the day and you remember to whatever it is that you're trying to do, mm-hmm. do it. That way you can go, okay, I didn't do it at nine o'clock in the morning when I usually do it, but I remember that. Oh yeah. <clears throat> I'll never go back and forget like at some point, like there's days where I would be like, oh God, I got to midday and I'll go back to bathroom like oh shoot i've got put it on on. i'll slap it on and then then i think the don't slap it on whoa no i took my ring finger and squeezed the tube (laughs) and then took a little drop and put it right there in my eye and rubbed it in softly rub hat Oh no! I've been rubbing my eyes so hard. You're ninety percent there. Yes, because when you rub it, you're literally rubbing all the product away. Right. And all of the heat is rubbing the product away. Oh. You want to take your time and barely tap tap. Your eye cream actually should be your product that should last you easily a year. Wow. Because it takes a half a pin drop between both ring fingers and pat them in evenly. Don't rush. Um, another really great trick is to put it in the refrigerator mm-hmm. because when you think cold, cold shrinks. That's yeah, true. Uh-huh. So you pull out that thing. Money so you, much right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you, you know, and, and you put it on. It really helps to rehydrate the skin. It's mm-hmm. the thinnest skin on the face. Mm-hmm. Um, it's where the blood is closest to the surface. So again, when you're really tired, if you're not eating properly, all of the detox that should come out of the face, it pulls underneath the eyes. Now again. Sometimes it's inherited, mm-hmm. but you can exacerbate it if you're not paying close attention to that. So, yeah, you're almost there. Awesome. <laughs> I think one of the questions you asked me was, what are what can you do about aging or sun or I forget which one it was, but I'm yeah. like, but you know what, that, yeah, that's a good question. Damage, yeah. Things, damage. Skin damage, sun actually is number one, hands down. It preventative just, and then so I'm guessing preventative is a big portion of the sun absolutely absolutely now um, you can get 10 minutes of sun a day for vitamin D for your bones anything mm. other than that it the sun is just too strong 10 so, minutes a day 10 minutes a day that's all you need is direct sunlight and you have to wear sunscreen it's very important and the biggest myth you asked what is that myth yeah one yeah. of the biggest myths is people of color should not wear sunscreen Bad, 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 bad. Because no one intentionally goes into the sun to get sunburned. The thing that you wear sunscreen for is to protect you from UA rays, which is anti-aging rays, Mm. which whether it's cloudy, it's raining, it doesn't matter. It's in the atmosphere and it makes you age. So if that's something that you're really concerned about, Sunscreen isn't every day. It's not a maybe. It's a just think of that crocodile skin lady that you always see. That's <laughs> yeah. that's the what's that's what the UA 
You yes. ate Ray's too. And yes. sunscreen is way cheaper, people, than ten bucks. They have a special at Walgreens. Oh my god. Buy one get one fifty percent off. Oh wow. I know, I love the beach. <laughs> yeah, he does. So sunscreen is just important and you know, oh we have built in sunscreen. Well mm, to a degree. It, but yeah. not 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 for not all that like functionality. That. And it, yeah, fun fun fact, my mom went first trip to outside of Philadelphia. She went to the islands, went out there, first day, laid out, had a good time. Same thought process. Black people don't get sunburns. Comes back in, tells my dad. Oh my god, my 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 skin and my back hurts and everything stings. Yeah, that's a that's a sunburn. A sunburn. And she started peeling the next day. Yeah. So <laughs> and it's FYI. Just, it's we just should. So um again, having darker skin, you don't you know, you don't get you can't get sun cancer, you can't get all you know, things. you don't get any of that. It's like actually you melanoma. It it's happens for to everyone. Um it's, it's harder to see things on darker skin as the melanin gets darker, which is not a good thing. You should actually be more observant of your skin because it does take longer for it to show up versus when you have fairer skin. Obviously, if you get red, you can see it immediately. Right. Mm-hmm. The darker the skin, the longer it takes, the deeper it is. It is, yes. So, um, <laughs> sunscreen people, it's our friend. Get to toe. Well, there is one thing that is infamous with skincare. I think we can all vouch for it to say that, oh, if you want better skin, just drink a ton of water. It's like, how true is this statement, like drinking a ton of water? But I mean, how important is hydration for your skin? Okay, here's the thing about drinking tons of water. It's great for your, circul- your circulation. Makes you go to the bathroom a lot. But literally, <laughs> for the full circuit, for it to actually benefit the outward part of your skin, you urinate it all out before it gets a chance. <gasps> Helps everything else. It keeps your, you know, it keeps your blood flowing, keeps your lymph flowing. You know, it keeps the toxin, you know, moving like how they should when you get rid of it. But as far as like literally 100%, I drink eight glasses of water a day and my skin looks great. It, it doesn't stay in the body long enough for that to actually take place. Wow. So what you do... Um, outward in is what actually truly makes your skin healthy. So uh, if you had to even like put a percentage to it, you'd probably, you're saying maybe like, is it like 80% outward, (laughs) 20% inward, like 50%, like 40, 60? Well, I mean, a lot of it still, I mean, it depends on the person, but definitely I'm saying Simply drinking water is not just a huge, it's not going to make your skin go from zero to a hundred. True. It just doesn't work like that. So you you lose more of it with sweating, urination, before it actually makes the full circuit to do the, any magic in that aspect. To clear up your skin, hide your yeah. skin, everything like that. Wow, I'm, I'm learning so much. Yeah, so what you do externally I don't want to, it's just as important. They work together. So you can't do one without the other. Yeah. And you're going to get the results that you want. That sounds like working out. You can't, what, what's the phrase? You can't outwork a bad, out train a bad diet. Like mm. it takes a good diet and actually working. Absolutely. And that is a great way to put it. Toner is probably one of the least things that people do because, for one, they don't really understand it. Yep. Um, they had a bad experience. Totally me. 
<laughs> and they don't really know what to do with it. Yeah, I'm a sometimey kind of toner kind of girl. Yes. And then there's there's some skincare lines that they don't even have toner because they say that their cleanser is like a three-in-one product, which to me that just blows my mind because it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> but here here's the things that how you can make your toner, your extringent, your witch hazel, whatever name you call it by, work for you. It can act as a pre-step. So if you've been working all day, you've worked out, you have a ton of makeup on your face, you can put it in a spray bottle and you can physically spray it over your face and you can use that as your environment breakdown, your makeup breakdown. It's going to break down all, everything that's on your face. Ooh, Pollution, everything. Cleans your face. Sounds like Thanos. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> and then yeah. the second way that you can use it is obviously you use it after you cleanse your skin. Mm -hmm. Because the whole purpose of it, it helps to remove any leftover residue. Sometimes you still have makeup in your hairline, you have makeup on your ears, you have cleanser in your hairline, on your ears, really around your nose. It helps to remove any other impurities off of the skin. And it purifies your skin and it gets your skin ready for your serum, your moisturizer, and your sunscreen. Most important, it just really gets off any residual dirt, oil, makeup, everything off of the skin. Um, and that's something that people, they just, well, I don't know why I'm supposed to use it. Those are great reasons why. Now, psychologically, to trick yourself to make sure that you do use it, because again, I'm busy. I need to get in the shower. Mm -hmm. I use the same soap all over the same time I'm out. I have a life. Put it in a spray bottle. Put it in something cute. Go to Ross, TJ Maxx, a shadow box, whatever it is that you have to do to put it on your counter and make it look pretty. Make it, when you walk into the bathroom. That's something you want to use. Oh, I've got to do my skin today. <laughs> Absolutely. I cannot wait to do my skin. Put it in the shower. Spritz your face while you're in the shower. Run the water over it. You're still getting the sleep, the, the sweat, the moisturizer from what your skin has done from the night before off of your skin. So whatever you have to do to make it make sense for you, mm -hmm. figure it out and do it. Because I can't come to your house and do your facial every day. Unless <laughs> uh, <laughs> you can do it in the shower. Yeah. So make it make sense. Gotcha. And when once you can figure out what that is for you, then you're more apt to do it. And then when you're consistent with that and you actually start seeing results, you're like, hey, I like the way my skin looks. And then the twofold of that is, I mean, we do get busy. We all have lives. You can actually feel when your skin is not right. And you can look at it in the skin and go, tonight I've got to exfoliate and I've got the mask because my, my skin is showing everything that's going on right now. Mm -hmm. And you get back in there and when you can see the clarity of your skin, the smoothness of your skin, the firmness of your skin, then you'll get back into your routine and you'll continue to do that. So, very important. Wow. Awesome. Well, Erica, I was like, how can listeners um, locally get in contact with you, with you and get a consultation and stuff with you? Um, yes, I do do 30-minute free consultations. Mm -hmm. I encourage people to bring notes. Um, I can see why, girl. You are informative. Well, it's, you know, and you have to be because sometimes people... They do want you to have all of the answers, but you got to do your homework too. So if people have requests and do have questions, mm -hmm. you said you have an email address? I do. It is skinbyericaa at gmail.com. Perfect. And that would be good. Or again, you can text text me or my Facebook and Instagram is both skinbyerica. Um, and my phone number is 904-444-7265. I'm located in Orange Park, but... 
It's right off of 17 in Kingsley, very easy to get to from any place in the city, so don't let Orange Park scare you. I mean, a lot of Jacksonville people, not going over there. There's there's different bridges that you can cross to get to Orange Park. Do not let um, distance deter you from getting the skin best down. facial of your life and no pores people no and pores. no pores absolutely absolutely <laughs> well thank you very much for coming i've never learned so much about skin in my life and Ditto. i didn't even get through all of my notes so we can do this again <laughs> well good thing because i have a feeling that we're probably gonna have some listeners reach out to you so have a part two coming up absolutely that too. absolutely well it, it makes me happy so this like i said it's my passion and i do guys too men's facials Oh. Beard facials. Ooh. Ooh, oh, beard facials. Oh. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Man, I've been sure my beard, so I don't, I don't know. But certainly. Well, thank you again, and it's been a pleasure. And um, guys, if you have any questions, you know where to reach her. Right. Thank you for having me. Awesome. All right, everybody, we're back, and we have Miss Trista here from mm-hmm. at your beauty pro on Instagram, our mm-hmm. resident MUA and cosmetologist. What do you have for us today? Well, I want to piggyback a little bit off of what um, skin by Erica was talking about with skincare. Um, keep in mind, you know, in some places it feels like summer for sure. You know, down here in Jacksonville, it feels like summer, you know, technically it's still mm-hmm. spring, um, and I mean, it's graduation season is come and gone, prom is come and gone, but people are going on vacation. And I know guys are on a different level than us females, Davey. <laughs> you want your girl to look good, ladies. We all want to look good, but mm-hmm. we don't want to look good at the expense of sweating off everything we're putting on our face. Correct. Not that I would know. I I say what? (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. um, So so I want to talk a little bit with you guys about um, alternatives to your traditional foundations that you will wear on a regular basis. But those times when you go on vacation, even if you're not on vacation, if you're on work and you want to have your day to day, quote unquote, makeup routine, you can have your makeup, no makeup look. Um, I want to talk with you guys about something called a BB cream. And I know, I know, David, you don't wear makeup, right? Nah, buddy. But you've heard of a, of a BB cream, right? I, okay, I have no clue what I have. And I hate to say this, but I don't know what the difference between a BB cream and foundation is. That's, that's fine. A lot of people don't. Um, BB cream actually stands for a beauty balm or a blemish balm. Excuse me? Yeah. <laughs> BB stands for something, a beauty balm. Some people refer to it as a blemish balm. But the funny thing is, usually the consistency is not of a balm. It's usually like a like a lotion or a cream consistency. Right. So why it's called a balm, I don't know. Maybe they just want to have the BB factor. I guess it makes more sense marketing-wise. I don't know. But a BB cream essentially is a lighter version of a liquid or cream foundation. So... You can still get some coverage, but without the full coverage of a foundation. Right. Now, what's interesting about BB cream is that even though it gives you some coverage, it also gives you some skin benefits. Depending on which brand that you get, each brand has like different ingredients, different skin benefits in them. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so number one, as we learned from Erica, it's the myth that black don't crack. We don't need sunscreen. We need sunscreen. Um, most BB creams have an SPF built into it. So you get a little bit of coverage in your SPF with one step right there. Um, it helps to moisturize your skin, which is key. You want to keep your skin hydrated in these hot months. Oh my God. And in Florida, you know how hot it gets in Florida. Uh, it technically I'm, is I'm already like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, it kind of helps to even your skin tone. Um, it can even help to keep oil at bay if you're oily girl i mean yes you can set it with powder if if you're that oily but um it can kind of help to control oil too it has some antioxidants in it but like i said not every brand has the same skin benefits in their bb creams so it's important to kind of do your research look at videos look at reviews look at the shade ranges people so important so important to look at the shade range because not everybody makes a good shade range for brown skin girls. It's no different than foundation choices or concealer choices. You know what I mean? I'm following. I'm actually following <laughs> somehow. <laughs> so um, BB creams are a way to also kind of give you a natural finish to your skin where it's like, okay, she looked like she may have something on, but she, nah, she looked like she just got that quote-unquote good skin, like Erica said. We all hmm. want that good skin. All right. Now I got I to gotta, I gotta slide in here because <clears throat> for all my guys out there, we're all wondering, okay, well, what... You're talking about this natural skin. Like, we, we'll go... We're terrible. I feel so bad talking about this. But, like, you go on Instagram and you'll see, like, the girls who are like, oh, my God, look, fresh face. And, like, you'll notice just, like... There's no shimmer on it, for instance, like you would a sheen maybe that you would see from after a wash and moisturizer, right? Mm-hmm. And is that like kind of what BB does? It kind of mats kind of the skin? It, like I said, it depends on the brand that you get and what ingredients are in that particular brand's BB cream. Mm. Like, I mean, I did mention earlier, you're probably saying that because I mentioned earlier about, you know, it can help keep your oil at bay. Yeah. But then again, some of them, not everyone is oily. Not everyone produces an excess amount of oil to where they need something to help combat their oil. So you can have a BB cream that gives your skin just like a very hydrated, moisturized, dewy look to it. Or you can have one that kind of mattifies you. It kind of depends on what you're looking for and what your skin actually needs. And then, again, here's a little trick I like to use on clients, too. And actually, we mentioned this in the previous podcast with the In Good Company Miami. Um, Yes, about that liquid illuminator, that, that highlight, that body glow. You can add it in your skincare routine as well. You can put it in your moisturizer. You can put a little bit of that liquid or cream highlighter into your BB cream hmm. and apply that on your face also. And get a little toning. Hey, tanning toning. <laughs> that glow. That we, glow. Ladies, we like that glow, especially in the summer months. Man, for I sure. like that glow. And so, I mean, you can go to the drugstore. You can go to your Walmart, your Target, your CVS, your whatever. You can go to Sephora. It really depends on... Yep, what you feel like spending, really. 
Yeah. Like, um, have you heard of the brand NARS? I know you're a guy, but I mean, wait, wait, NARS. Wait. N O R S. N A R S. Oh, no. Hello. <laughs> just off by one. <laughs> NARS makes their version. Um, there's this uh, roughly about seventeen dollars. You can find them online. You can find them at Ulta now, and also at Sephora, as always. Um, Urban Decay has theirs, which is a little bit more. It's Thirty-six dollars. No oh, boy. Um. Or you can go to you know the drugstores. Elf has one at six dollars. Covergirl seven. Iman Cosmetics. Iman Cosmetics is awesome because they are made for brown skin girls, and so is Black Radiance. And you can find them in Walmart and Target too. Nice. And they're under ten bucks what? for sure. So hey, it just depends. I might I might have to go sneak around there and see what I can do for a gift for mom or something. Oh, and she can be like. Who you been talking to? How do you know about this? What you know about this? Nah, she don't need to know everything. <laughs> <laughs> wow. But I mean, for us ladies, it's like we, I mean, I don't know. I can't speak for everybody, but I know at least for me, I don't wear makeup on an everyday basis. Just when I'm doing clients is when I wear makeup. But I have my five minute face down to a T and I'll put on some BB cream, put on some concealer, make sure my brows are good to go and some mascara and I'm good. Nice. Well, five minutes, five minutes or less face. I think that's pretty good. I think I can deal with that. <laughs> Especially when you're on vacation, you have a good time. You don't feel like I'm not going to lie. Yo, five minute face is important because even at me as a guy, I'm over here usually thinking, God, OK, I'm waiting on my date to get done getting ready. And I'm thinking, OK, she's going to put her face on. It's going to It's like, <laughs> yo, you know, it's usually a 30 on. minute routine. You're like, OK, so five minute face. Mm. That's important. It's key. Yes, key. Well, like I said, what's most important, yes, it's important to look at the ingredients. And for sure, it's important to make sure that you're getting out of your BB cream what you need for your skin. But I cannot stress this enough. Look at reviews. Look at YouTube videos. That's what I do. That's what I consider my research. And it will help you from wasting your money trying to basically experimenting with all these different products and to have them not work out for you. Do your research, look at reviews and educate yourself. So you can make a better decision as far as, you know, what you want to buy for yourself. Awesome. That's all I'm saying. I love it. I love it. Well, thank you again, Trissa. You dropped another gem for us and I'm sure there's somebody out there that's listening and learned a little something as well. And yeah. So, I mean, she gave you guys a ton of different options to go out there and test out. Keep in mind the ranges that you're working with and also the benefits that provided. So I'm because I'm assuming some of those, maybe some of those cheaper ones don't address some of the issues that maybe the more expensive brands offer. Um, so keep your eye out for that. And thank you again. And guys, we will be looking forward to dropping another episode of the Basic Buzz in a couple weeks. So listen up. All right, everybody. We'll see you next time. We'll see you next time. We'll catch you next time. (laughs) (laughs) Deuces. Ciao. Hey, Basic Fam. The show today was produced by Basic LLC. Music was provided by Torian Miles. If you haven't already rated us, you know, it helps us get noticed. So one stars, five stars, it's up to you. But remember to subscribe and share and let people know about the Basic Buzz. All right, Basic Fam. See you next time. Thank you.